Hello and welcome to The Weekly Yes, a podcast where two best friends talk about their joint mission to say yes to life. I am your host, Yaroslav Fjord, and co-host is my bestie, the amazing Kristen Guerin. On today's episode, both Kristen and I talk about our spiritual journeys and how it made us who we are today. We talk about witchcraft and the moon and the magic that exists in everything. And how not knowing is a great place to be as long as you stay curious. I am so excited for you to hear this particular episode because it contains a lot of magic. It was recorded on Halloween. We even talked about it afterwards, how it was clear that we weren't fully in control over what topics we would touch on today, as we both had intended to talk about something completely different. In any case, for today's fast facts, I want to talk about our friend Lore, or Lore Porcher, whom we met at theater school and had a deep impact on our lives and spiritual journey. She is a true Renaissance soul, a multi-hyphenate galore, pun intended, an artist, actor, weaver, poet, writer, as well as a therapist and a practitioner of many, many healing modalities. She also has a wonderful podcast called The Moonlit Path, which we'll link in the show notes. This woman is full of wisdom. She's almost always right. And we cannot thank her enough for all of her guidance and inspiration throughout the years. Lore, we sincerely hope you're listening. Without further ado, let me drop you into our conversation. Enjoy. I wanted more water, so I brought the entire pitcher in here to fill up. The kitchen is two feet away, right? I live in a studio. It's teeny tiny. That was so dumb of me to bring the picture here. But with all of the electronics, every <laughs> single electronic I own on one table, and this desk was made by my grandfather 50, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, and he didn't seal it properly because mm-hmm. he just made it as a thing for the house. And so I literally, you can't have liquids on it. And I spilled all over the, it's fine. I like lapped it up. But I was just like, Kristen, that was the dumbest thing you could have done. Just go the extra two feet and bring your water bottle. We survived, but that was hilarious. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, where is my brain? Not here. (laughs) Not Not here. It's just like if I had just paused for a second and just thought. (laughs) But I just didn't. It's like yesterday I was like moving things from one room to the other. I was like tidying up. And the whole time, I had a deck of cards in my hand the whole time. I never put them down. And I'm like, what am I doing? It was so dumb. I'm like, I'm making things so hard for myself unnecessarily. Wait, you were going to tell me about the cards you pulled. What cards did you pull? Oh, yes. Okay. So very apropos for this, where I'm at right now for reading, for where I'm just at in my life and for what I I had planned to say today. The biggest one, I guess the the real one was, it's called Spirit Guardian of Winter. Mm. Retreat. Yeah, I feel like I'm in, I'm very much in a place of uh, shifting into winter, which is not a, it's not the norm for me as I have avoided winter for successfully for five years in a row. (laughs) And I'm already planning to leave by the end of January. So I've only got a couple months of it, but something really huge shifted in the last 24 hours for me. And I was like, oh, it's time. It's time to go inward. It's time to start to retreat as this card says. And say yes to the internal and like the hermit and not just like the there's versions of hermit, right? Hermitude could be like intentionally avoiding. That's maybe the shadow side is intentionally avoiding humans. And for me, social anxiety was a huge part of that as to why I was such a hermit for so long. But 
if I look in, if I lean into the positive aspects of it, the light filled aspects, it would be for me, creativity, reading. I'm still looking forward to reading. So taking in more knowledge and information, embracing that magic, that like sacredness. Yeah. So I have a whole bunch of stuff lined up for the next month. I'm actually intentionally reallocating my time. This is maybe my big yes that's about to happen, but reallocating my time from the world to the internal world, the external world to the internal world. So I'm leaving Instagram for a month. Now I've said it, I guess I have to do it. So I'm off all of November. I'll just be out of the gram, out of the the social media world. And I'm really looking forward to seeing. And I have intentional places where I'm reallocating that energy. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling like November was going to be really sacred for some reason for a couple of weeks out. I'm like, wow, November is coming up and it feels something's going to shift. There's going to be some sacredness. And of course, I pulled the card. I was like, let's just pull a card for the podcast, like what I want to talk about and what you know needs to come through me today. And of course, this spirit guardian of winter retreat came through. I am very inspired to join you for the Instagram detox or whatever you want to call it. But I think what you said about being intentional about, okay, well then what am I going to do with the extra time? Like reallocating that time to something intentional, I think is very wise. Otherwise, it's just restriction and you're just like creating tension in your system, in your body, in my experience at least. Yeah. So what was your yes in the past week? How was your week? This was such a, it was such an eclipse week for sure, but it was such a week of just dichotomies for me. I had the most socially active week of my entire life. I think there was a point when I was in the seventh and eighth grade where I was at my, my mother has a count. It's 80 some odd bat mitzvahs, bar and bat mitzvahs from this. I know, is that insane? My mother just reminded me of this like a month or two ago. And I thought it was so funny that she was like, well, Kristen, but you have three bar mitzvahs like this weekend, right? Like you have three in a row. Saturday to Sunday. She goes, do you want to skip the services? You can just go to the parties. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm not skipping the service. This person worked so hard on their Torah portion. This is something they've worked on for months. I want to go support them. And I was raised Catholic. Like I wasn't Jewish. I was showing them to my <laughs> Yet. You weren't Jewish. <laughs> Yet. Clearly I was called to it. It was so funny. To the side of myself that I didn't even know. Anyway, that was the last time I was a socially active as I was this past So yeah, it was a lot of, I just had five nights out in a row, which is bonkers. And just, I don't know, just meeting new people, having these new experiences, taking in so much stuff. And then at the same time, while I was home, I was dealing with this, like the opposite of just feeling so lost and confused. And there's this phrase in my Hebrew class that we were taught like right off the bat, I do not know. I just kept saying it last week to myself. I just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I just was struggling with some, a lot of internal stuff, a lot of like feeling like I was, am I even on the right path? Am I going the right direction? All of these things that I had lined up that I had planned for myself and being like, I just don't know. I do not know. And of course, and then I spoke to you and you told me that is what eclipse, this eclipse season was about, was mm-hmm. just to not know and just surrender and accept. Yeah. And and of course, on the other side, I'm having a lot of clarity and I'm so grateful that I went through that, that I just said yes to like sitting in that that insecurity, that like unsureness that I'm so glad I said yes to it because it led me to a totally different place. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like I'm and it's not it's not like I'm on a different path. I actually think I'm on the same path. I just I'm maybe taking a or I'm, I'm going towards the same direction, but maybe we're taking a slightly nicer path to get there. 
um, and maybe a quicker path as well than the one you were taking, which was quite windy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a very windy path. And fun. You're, like doubling back on yourself. Yeah, it could be fun. You're just doubling back on yourself a lot. And yeah, but it was also like nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. a roller coaster is fun, but it's also like I get off of a little nauseated. So maybe I'm going to go on a less, a more direct ride this time around. So that was a very metaphorical way to, of saying my week. This was my week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We love metaphors over here. I don't remember who told me this, or I may have read it. I've read it in multiple places in different ways, but essentially stories and allegories and metaphors are the language of the soul. Mm. So it makes a lot of sense. It sounds like a lore thing. She 100% has said that, but I've also seen it in other places. I'm like, oh, this is is not just a lore thing. (laughs) Like she she must have heard it from somewhere. One day we will have guests on this podcast and she will be one of the guests. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a whole episode in and and of itself. When I said yes to all of the things that Lore offered me years ago. I'm not going to get into that now. Maybe I will today. I don't know. You could do it right now. I could do it right now. (laughs) You could say yes to it or you could say yes to something else. You know what I'm remembering? That last night I was doing a class and I decided to do it on my bed right by the window. And I see the moon right outside my window. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I love the moon. Obsessed with friends. the moon. Yeah. Always have been. I remember, like, when I was a, a kid and I would sit inside of my window. This window was small, but I was also small when I was a kid. I'm like, if I would see this window today, I don't think one of my butt cheeks would bit. I would, like, <laughs> I would squeeze myself into the window like what everyone else, when I was supposed to be in bed, I was supposed to be asleep. But I would sit there and I would look up at the moon and I would just talk to the moon. The little baby witch. Yeah, and I didn't even know. It's so crazy how I didn't know until lore, really. Yeah. And I said to myself last night when I, I looked at the moon, I was like, oh, yay, there you are. And then I go, I want to talk about the moon tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That has nothing to do with any of the S's. Go for it. So after we graduated from theater school, my nervous system was completely shot. It had been such a whirlwind. So not only had I moved from one country to another, which was already like a huge big thing. And shortly before I moved, my parents had gotten a divorce and it was not a good situation. It was an ugly divorce. And I hadn't processed that at all. So I hadn't processed that. And then I moved a whole country. I spent two years in a basement in a theater school that was very intense. (laughs) We graduated. My nervous system was shot. And thankfully, Laure, one of our classmates from theater school, Laure Porchet, she's French, she, she started learning all kinds of healing modalities. So I was just thinking about how that was one of the biggest yeses in my life is when Laure was like, hey, I'm studying sound healing. I'm doing polarity healing. She was doing all kinds of things. And then she started doing shamanic healing. She did all of these things. And every time she learned something new, she was like, I need to practice. Mm-hmm. I need guinea pigs like anyone. And I just remember being like, yep. Like it wasn't even a doubt in my mind. I yeah. was just like, yes, please. Yes, please fix me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was just so frazzled and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was happening. But from there, like everything happened really, really organically, really quickly. Soon after I was introduced to Oracle cards and then tarot cards. And that has been one of the biggest loves of my life is tarot not only did it change my life and it helped me heal and it helped me like 
see my own patterns, help me grow up in many ways. Because before that, like it had been such like a, like you're mm -hmm. trying to succeed in something. You're like, you're really trying to like be the best at something or you're trying to reach your goals or whatever. Everything was so like, it was just void of something. I think it's the best way I can describe it. And when I said yes to, to all of those things, slowly but surely brought me back to life. It brought me back to my soul, like parts of my soul returned. So many things that, that I started to connect to that made me re remember. I was like, oh, I know this. Oh, I remember this. Wait, when I was a kid, I used to write this thing in my diary that all of a sudden like things started to come together. And I, in my head, I'm like, I felt like such an imposter because I was like, no one in my family has done any of this stuff. And then, of course, as I start to do it, all of a sudden, like, oh, actually, your grandmother used to read cards for her sisters and her friends at, at the kitchen table. I was like, why has nobody ever told me that? Like, why is this the first I'm hearing about it? Anyway, I, I feel I'm definitely just on a tangent right now. I, I don't know why, but last night I was just like, I want to talk about the moon. And I'm like, I don't really know what to say about the moon other than the fact that I love her. And I always feel better when I see her. She reminds me that there is magic in the world. And I ask her for help all the time. And it works. And then I said yes to calling myself a witch. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, I think it's important that I call it witch specifically because of everything that's happened in the past to witches and, and healers and readers and all these people that came before us and our ancestors and witch trials and all these things. I'm like, I think it's important to, to reclaim that. It has brought me so much strength, so much wisdom. And so, and interestingly enough, through doing witchcraft and tarot and talking to the moon again and all these things, through that, I was able to have a better relationship with God. Like mm -hmm. I was never, I was such like an atheist in like when I was a teenager, I was like, Oh, oh, God doesn't exist. Nothing happens when he does all these things. And I didn't, couldn't even say the word God. I hated when other people mm -hmm. said the word God. And then because I had my own way of connecting to that energy through yeah. all of these other modalities, all of a sudden I didn't have an issue with the word God anymore. I, I will never forget that all of a sudden I found myself praying. I'm like, Yada, are you praying? Like a part of me, my teenage self was like, are you praying? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you praying? You're so lame. So, so when I say God now, it has a completely different meaning to me. Anyway, this was just a tangent that clearly I wanted to go on about witchcraft. And I don't even know if there was even a point to any of it. <laughs> and I don't know if we're going to use it. matter. Any I of it. I love it. I love it. But I just um, wanted to be talked about. Also, there is Halloween. Yes. Today. So no yes, wonder I wanted to talk about it. It um, changed my entire outlook on the world. It changed my relationship with the world. Now everything has energy. I know everything has a spirit. I understand why the movie Pocahontas was so important to me mm. when I was a kid. Like, yeah, everything does have a spirit. Everything does yeah. have a name. So I'm literally seeing the spiritual in everything. And this is not something that I'm like, ooh, I was born psychic. No, I said yes to exploring that. I said yes to being curious about it. I didn't mm. feel like I had any right to be in this space to yeah. like, call myself a witch or anything. Oh, I don't come from a long line of witches or not like so many of the other people that are in the space do, or I don't call myself psychic, any of that. But through committing to exploring and the curiosity and just like continuing to say yes to what shows up, I am now more sensitive. I am more like attuned and I am more psychic, quote unquote, than I've ever been.
just because I was like, sure, let's try it out and see what happens. Not because I was born with this gift. So if anyone out there is like scared to start something, just start. Just say yes and see what happens. So many things just came up for me while you were speaking. Thank you for that. It was beautiful. The first was this Albert Camus quote. He says something like, our life is the sum of our choices. So today, like the idea is who you are today is made up of all of the yeses you've said for 33, 34 years. And I love you just said, I said yes to being curious. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. I think in today's culture, we spend so much time trying to, this is Instagram as well, right? I'm good. I saw a lot of family this week and like extended family I don't see a lot. And the answer in my family is often, hi, how are you? So good to see you. How are you doing? What's new? And the answer is, oh, I'm good. Oh, same old. I know that there's going to have to be some, I'm going to have to pull stuff out, right? In order to get past the like Instagram shot, right? We're asked to be finished, right? Our society has asked us to just be finished and have everything figured out at any moment. Know who you are, know where you're going. Yeah. And I just think saying yes to being curious, saying yes to trying something new, that's how we become more of ourselves. That's how we become, because how would you know if you hadn't said yes to Lore all those years ago, myself included, I had the same experience, took a different turn. And I was going through a breakup. I remember calling you afterwards. I hadn't smiled. I remember being like, I hadn't smiled for a month. And so I went and did a Reiki session with her because she was learning Reiki and needed someone to practice on. I was like, absolutely. I remember bringing her cookies. I made cookies for her, which is like Kristen's love language. And she changed my life. And I remember calling you after and saying, oh my gosh, Yada, like I'm smiling. I'm laughing. There's Something's been changed. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened, but like I'm 100% on board. And then from there, it just grew and grew into everything she learned, we learned. Thank you, Lore. Thank you, Lore. Jesus. Being the leader of the leader of the witches of Jersey City. I hope she listens to this episode. <laughs> oh, so funny. Thank God for her. The other thing I was thinking on a totally different thing that you were talking about was your relationship with God. And I just love that so much. I don't think I really knew that. I really love I loved hearing about that. Thank you. It reminded me of my gay ex-boyfriend who's now a priest. My favorite line, my favorite descriptor of anyone ever. Love him to death. He was talking to me about it. I was really dealing with struggling with my relationship with God, which I was raised super Catholic, almost a nun twice, like twice in my life. I was like, I'm going to become a nun. That's how spiritual and deeply devoted I was. And then I graduated. I went to Fordham for theology. I've studied theology and American Catholic studies. I remember my thesis class, my, my teacher, it was like the end of the year. And I'd been struggling for a bit then. Like I was still showing up, but something just felt wrong. And I was like, I and he said, he was like, what are you going to take out of this class, right? And I had a major breakdown and I'm sobbing hysterically. Everybody else has had a really chill time in, in explaining what they got out of the, the course and the thesis class and all of it. And I'm sobbing hysterically. And I said, I don't know if I can call myself a Catholic anymore. I don't know that I agree with the Catholic church. And it was just the most, it was just a rupture happened for me. Mm-hmm. I just learned a little bit too much. I got a little too deep. I started really asking questions about myself and my identity and how I, if I agreed with and uh, it was hard. And then I started exploring other religions, spiritualities, uh, because I still had this deep spiritual longing inside me. I was such a deeply spiritual person. So I was in Kadampa meditation with Buddhist practice for a while, Buddhist meditation and studying Buddhism for a bit. I remember (laughs) my boyfriend when I was 25, when I was 25, he was Orthodox Jewish. And on a first date, he said, well, I have to marry a Jewish woman. And I was like, well... I, my mom's mom is Jewish, right? So I'm technically Jewish. And he was like, oh, yeah, that counts. And it was like, no, is it? No, it's okay. 
like that. All right. Well, we can continue eating our dinner. Great. And so from there, though, that relationship wound up taking me back towards exploring my relationship with my Jewish heritage, my Jewish roots in a bunch of different ways. And then, of course, Lord came into our lives and shamanic work took over and all of this. It was a long, it's been a, a bit of a journey to finally at this point in the last year plus really deeply getting in touch with my Jewish roots in a way. So now eight years later, I'm finally ready to explore and into Kabbalah work, which is very in alignment. It's just spiritual Jewish mysticism. And I think my relationship with God, too, I really struggled. I really struggled with God. I remember doing the artist's way for the first time, like three or four years ago. And she has a, she talked about God a lot, but she renames it good orderly design. Am I butchering that? Is that really what she renames it? Good orderly design. G-O. Good orderly direction. Direction? That makes more sense. So she renames it. it. She renames it because so many people struggle with saying the word God. And what does God mean to you? Anyway, I really struggled with it. The first time through, I was like, I couldn't use the word even good orderly direction, good orderly design. I just couldn't. I was like, this is not something I could do. Three and a half years later, I'm at the point where I feel like I finally have a relationship with God that is my relationship with God. So back to my gay ex-boyfriend who's now a priest, he had said to me, when I was struggling with all of this a few years ago, I remember him saying to me, so there's three levels of your relationship with God. There's your childhood relationship with God, which is usually for a lot of people, it's old man in the sky with a beard. And it's just this saying yes to like agreeing with everything he says. And it's a he also. And, and of course, like he's always right. And I know who he is. And it's very simple. And just super clear, right? And just very rudimentary. So that's your childhood relationship. And then you go into your adolescent relationship, which is like a teenager rebelling back against God and saying, this is not, no, either you don't exist or I'm too cool for this or I don't agree with you. So, and you have to go through that. You have to go through that like rupture Mm -hmm. in order to get to your adult relationship with God, which is your own. And it's you having a nuanced understanding of this is, what God is to me and and what God is in me and through me. And yeah, and I think I just, I've never forgotten that. He told me that, I don't know, five, seven, five, six years ago when I was really struggling. And I, I sit with it a lot. And I just think, I think you have to go through that. Otherwise, and listen, there are a lot of people who don't, right? There are a lot of people who at 80 years old have the same relationship that they had with God when they were eight. And that's fine. And that's beautiful. That wasn't their life path, right? But I think for folks who are really on a spiritual path, there, there's a lot of value in that rupture and in that struggle, just as there would be as a teenager struggling with their parents in order to come into an adult relationship with your parents. I forgot that I pulled this card for today. I did not understand it when I pulled it. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I have never pulled a card actually before, before our uh, podcast sessions, which is me weird. neither. Yeah. Is Let's that- talk about the fact we've never talked about doing this and yet we both did it right before the session. I love that. That's nuts. And I pulled it and I didn't understand it. I was like, I don't see how this is going to apply to today's at all. It literally says the word God on it. It says God is a goddess. Oh, I just got chills. That's beautiful. And I just realized as you were talking about your relationship now with God, I looked down and I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. I pulled this. I pulled this card. And what it talks about in the guidebook, I have to read it. I have to read it because it, it has to do with what you just said. And it has to do with. Also, the world at large as what's going on these days on the Instagram and off. It says here, God is a goddess like light and dark. The separation of the God and goddess is illusory. The language has been passed down to describe the phenomenon that gives animation and form to our world. 
A father and mother are the god and goddess of their progeny, and the distinction between these energies are as simple as the roles played in such fundamental creation. You are the highest force in the universe to any living thing under your care, just as you are under the care of higher forces. The energy of the god and goddess are archetypal, but the forms they may embody are as varied as the vessels surrounding you. From the ecstatically gentle to the unfathomably brutal, anything made manifest in our physical reality is the work of the god or goddess, which may or may not be you, but always could be. To believe there can be beauty, love, and creation without destruction, chaos, and death, to cast one as divine and the other as malevolent, ensures the alienation of opposites that fundamentally require each other for wholeness. Isn't that so so good? Beautiful. Anyway, because you were mentioning Kabbalah earlier, I also just started Kabbalah One because I'm curious. (laughs) I'm inspired by Kristen. I watched a class last night before I went to bed. It was when I saw the moon and said, I want to talk about the moon today. I was doing my Kabbalah class. He's talking about the repetitive challenges that you experience in your Mm -hmm. life and what they're trying to teach you. And they're there on purpose. And it's something that you chose before you came here because this is what I want to learn or go. These are the challenges I'm going to set up for myself. This is the repetitive challenge that's going to come up again and again. And we have the opportunity to transform that. He was ta- So he was like, okay, so how does that fit into what we believe about? And I think he meant to say free will, not to say what he meant to say or not to say, but I, the, what we're used to hearing is free will. But he, uh, English is not his first language. And he said, free choice. And I was like, whoa, like something just went off in my brain and I wrote it down, free choice. Because I don't know, like it's something that is said all the time in all mm-hmm. of the spiritual communities. They talk about free will. But I like free choice so much better. Yeah. Free will indicates something of a uh, of like power or like a, something that's mm-hmm. a bit more you're pushing through or you're, I don't know, I think of will and I think of something that's like a bit more aggressive. Whereas choice is a more, more like getting curious about should it be this or should it be that? Whereas free will is something like I want this, so I'm going to go after this. And I have like such like negative connotations to like willpower. Well, if you only had more willpower, then you would have everything that you want in your life, (laughs) which is just not true. Anyway, that is my last thing before I I have to say. Okay, yes. I have to say it. Uh, It's it's been the entire time and now I have to say it. There's something here and I don't know, maybe it'll be picked up in the next episode because I feel like we're just touching the surface here. You said, and I wrote it down when you said it, that you were a baby witch. You were like, when I was saying like, oh, you're a baby witch, you're looking at the moon. And you said, and I didn't even know, right? Like back in the day, you didn't even know. And at the beginning of this podcast, I had been joking about randomly going to a bunch of bar and bat mitzvahs in, when I was in the seventh and eighth grade and being like, I have to go to their, I have to go to, to their Torah portion. I have to go to the service. I didn't even know, didn't even know I was Jewish. Literally, I didn't. And I think that's, and that I was drawn to Jewish mysticism or Kabbalah. And I think this is so interesting that there's just something here about free choice versus destiny, right? And also not to say that you're only a witch and not to say that I'm only a Kabbalist, which by the way, I'm not a Kabbalist. (laughs) (laughs) So that's definitely wrong. (laughs) But that's not all we are too, right? And if you were to try to, again, going back into this little Instagram box, this is who I am. I am a traveler. I am queer. I am an actor. I am like, you know what I mean? Gosh, I just struggle with that. 
too, that doesn't allow for nuance. Anyway, I just think it's really interesting that we both had moments today of, of saying, and I didn't even know where this would lead, but I just followed the curiosity, followed the intrigue. And here we are 30 some odd years later, and it's a big part of who I am. And it's a big part of my experience of life. So what do you want to say yes to in the upcoming week? We're about to go into a new month. And I think I'm going to give myself just my month, my month yes today, which is I'm so excited to say yes to this part of me that has been on the back burner for so long, which is this creative hermit. And I'm just interested to see where it leads. This weekend in New York City, it was 80 degrees on, I think I sent you the number in Celsius. It was like 21 or something, yada. So for those, let's use the metric system, 21. <laughs> for Americans, 80. <laughs> high. In both situations, high. <laughs> and it was so hot. It was like summer. It was like this last, it was my cousin's wedding too. So it was like extra. Like we were like, oh, how lucky that she got this amazing, beautiful Brooklyn sunny day in, in October. It was miraculous. And I just think that's it. Like, okay, that was the last day of summer. It's now a hard, we just made a hard shift into fall, a hard shift into winter. And it's time to winter for me to go inward Mm -hmm. a bit for the next month. I think that my yes for this week is it's not dissimilar, but it's not exactly the same. Because I feel like when you're expressing yourself about this, it feels like you have a great amount of clarity of this is what I want to do and this is why I want to do it. So what I need this week is that kind of clarity because it feels like things have been such a whirlwind things are really crazy at work things have also been really crazy in my home life yeah dean just started a new job yesterday so everything is changing like all of our like our schedules are changing and yes so things have just been really hectic and i could feel like a couple of days ago i was like oh my god i haven't had any time or space to process or integrate or even mm. just give any thought or space to anything that has happened like in my life for yeah. the past month. I really need my alone time this week. So I really need to say yes and, and create space for myself to be alone. So self-care, alone time, and creating sacred space for my, for my sacred things that I've been ignoring. So that's it. Beautiful. All right, everybody. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) That concludes this week's episode of The Weekly Yes. You will find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And you can follow us on Instagram as well at The Weekly Yes. We encourage you to lead with curiosity this week. And maybe next time you see the moon to have a little conversation with her. Keep saying yes, and we'll see you next week.